Welcome to this week's deep dive. This week we have a new member of our promo chat conversation. So welcome Chris Ruvo from ASI. You are the digital news director there. So thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Not a problem. This one was an interesting one and we brought you on because it seems like you have the biggest bird's eye view of what we talked about. And what we covered was what everyone's favorite topic is, inventory woes and all that means. And so we'll kind of go into one of your tweets, but it references an article. So we'll kind of talk about that one and then break it down. So our question was inventory issues, Chat fam, you are not alone. What's mm-hmm. causing you the biggest headache today? And you came in with inventory is going to be an issue for a bit yet. This article lays out a bunch of detail for anyone interested. Can't speak for every supplier, of course, but they are definitely getting it from all angles. Yeah. Which is, uh, as a supplier, I can say yes, 100% yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have sympathy for the, for the position that many of you are in right now. <laughs> yeah, and it's and in the article, you kind of break down, like, it's not just one component that is hitting us. It's hitting us from so many different angles. You know, so you talk about, like, fuel's now an issue. Yay. Um, yeah, fuel yeah. costs have gone up. <laughs> Containers are an issue. Raw materials are an issue. So was there one thing that stood out as like, this is the biggest thing we've got to worry about, or this is the biggest thing causing impact on the chain? Or do you want to it's kind of- so, Yeah, no, let me, I could, I'll, I'll jump in. It's so interrelated. It, it's hard to, to um, pinpoint, I would say one thing, but if, but if I had to, like you held me up against someone said you had to, I, I would, I would say, I think it's the shipping issue. And for people who aren't familiar with that, um, COVID caused all kinds of disruption to, to shipping lines. Um, uh, shippers reduced the amount of, of, of ships they had in their fleet to, to, to ship. Um, and uh, it was harder to get product uh, from factories in, in inland China to the coast and then in ergo to get it over, over here. Um, so, so that reduction in, in capacity was a, uh, was a big problem. Then, the economies in the West started to sort of bounce back a little bit and then really start to bounce back significantly, certainly in the US at least, um, in, in, in Q3 and in Q4. And what that caused is um, a rush on shipping demand. So we went from very depressed demand with, with lessened fleets and lessened capacity to all of a sudden, whoa, I gotta get product back to North America because um, there's demand and, and I wanna meet it. All that has significantly tied up um, uh, shipping lines and hindered suppliers' ability to get their um, product that they've ordered uh, stateside or or to North America side, I should say, in um, in a in a timely fashion. So, if I had to pick one thing, I would say that's kind of the 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 biggest thing. But it's absolutely by by no means the the only. There's a lot of interconnected issues. Yeah, yeah. and it, I find for a lot of people, like they don't really think about there's just so many components not like we're all sitting being like we're not going to order enough like because that was a point last year I felt where a lot of suppliers were kind of being very conservative with their purchases and so it wasn't bringing it but now like even for us at Clearmount is everything is custom and to spec but one of our raw materials is under a force majeure so we're having to bring in different vendors and different people to kind of be like okay to make sure we have enough and in the past I would have been like 
inventory is never my concern. And now yeah. it's like, oh yeah, no, like because it's a giant run on Plexi. So there's these weird demands in the supply chain that weren't there beforehand. Yeah, totally. And um kind of kind of speaking to that, maybe this is something you you even experienced is um we talked to a number of suppliers who said forecasting is like like just a nightmare beyond all belief right now or over the last you know six to eight months because when when COVID hit and market demand kind of dropped out everybody I shouldn't say everybody but many 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 put kind of put um you know the kibosh on on ordering at least at least temporarily and kind of they didn't know what demand was going to be and then um when business did start to pick up the demand was for different types of products than they would than they would normally order. Usually there was some kind of rhythm to the year, right? You know, hey, you know, Q4, there's certain kind of items that people are going to want, you know, like Q2, maybe people are setting up for the summer. So there's certain items that they're going to want. And that all, I shouldn't say all, but much of that, that rhythm got thrown out the window and they had to account for what this new marketplace demand was. And it was, it was all, it was, you know, very gift focused type items. And of course, initially it was a lot of PPE type items and things like that. So it became really hard to forecast. And then when you have a real difficulty in forecasting both both demand and then what actual products people are gonna want, it led to, to lack of depth. Of, of, so certain things were more popular than, than were anticipated and certain things were less popular. So there was just all these inventory depth issues that were compounded by that, by, by the physical problems of getting the good, the stuff here to begin yeah, with. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 I, I keep joking with people is like, nobody's having a great pandemic. Like it's just going yeah. bad for everyone. And yes. Totally. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's, and even further is I think it really compounds in that the sales cycle is a lot longer. Like people mm-hmm. take a lot longer to make decisions. So by the time you've taken that, pro- that idea and pitched it, you've all your other things of like all the dominoes have fallen to be like, guess what? You don't have anything anymore. And Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, no, that's, that's such an issue too. And, you know, um, I'm on just, I'm sure you are too, all the, you know, all these online, you know, industry forums and everything. And you have distributors say, Oh, I had a, I had an order secured for these, these types of hoodies, you know, or whatever it might be. And now they're, they're out, you know, and I need a backup, but the client really wanted this. Is there anything like you could approximate? And that's just played out so many times. Um, over and over over the last some odd months, what we've tried to do a, a little bit um, is is inform you know distributors particularly that it's it's not like suppliers are being schmoes or anything like that and, 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 and slacking. It's it's that these issues exist and, and they're do, doing the best to to kind of con- contend with them. You know. Yeah, yeah, and it is, and I think you know everyone. Sarah Lewandowski at your place, like she had this fabulous article a couple months ago, just being like, everyone just needs to have patience. And Mm -hmm. um, that's very reductive of what she talked about. But it was that idea of like, no one is going is like, like I said, no one's having fun. No one's Mm -hmm. like doing this intentionally. If suppliers could make these sales, I can tell you 100% we want to be banking these sales. And um, yeah, so it's one of those the more you learn about it, the more you can educate yourself and your clients about what's going on and like why why this situation is so frustrating and that it's not intentional. It's all sort of, guess what? Yeah. We're having a, it, a terrible time. Yeah, you know, I, I, this, this really, I have kids and it, um, this relates to schooling, but I, but I think it applies in some way to our industry too. It's, it's that, you know, your kids aren't falling behind, you know, in school or whatever. They're, they're surviving a pandemic and I think that's a perspective that maybe applies a little bit to our industry. You know, it's, we're not slacking, we're not falling behind. We're, we're doing the best we can to navigate 
navigate this. It's certainly in the supplier's best interest to have the product here and sell it. It's in the distributor's best interest to, you know, to sell that product. So everybody's working toward the same goal. It's just some really, and I said, I wouldn't use this word, but I'm going to have to unprecedented challenges, you know, that we're, we're going to need to pivot. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, yes. Pivot by golly. If you, if you, is that a novel idea or what, you know, yeah. So, um, but yeah, but yeah, it, but it is true. And it is, it is really exceptional with a, you know, certain circumstances. Now, um, I think one of the other things to be important to touch on related to this is we talked to a number of suppliers that you're saying, hey, listen, we're being forthright about this. Price increases are, are, are coming on a lot of our products um, and maybe they've already started. And they're saying it's not because we're trying to, you know, you know, rip you off just as, as market demand, you know, you know, starts to kick back in for what we sell. It's 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 part of what you mentioned, the, the rising raw material costs, you know, that, that every supplier, I think, is contending with, coupled with, you know, vastly inflated shipping costs because the shipping, you know, capacity is so tight and set such demand. When you add those those kinds of factors in, then you add in the fact that China, that factories in China where um, a lot of our goods are produced are, um, are, are increasing prices um, to, to North American buyers. That's like a perfect storm for, for, for suppliers. And there's only so much you can absorb and, and move around before you have to say, okay, I have to pass some of this along to the, to, to the sales. So I think that's just, just related to this whole topic. That's, that's an important thing to mention. Yeah, no, it's really true. Um, like even for now, like we always used to sort of say like shipping costs, like here's your estimated cost. Mm -hmm. And now we have to say like caveat, like by the time we ship your product, this could change drastically whether higher or lower like we don't yeah. know what's happening with that and that's just with courier and I know from importing as well like that's causing a lot of problems and you know it's just one of those like we all just need to catch a break and it's not yeah. coming anytime yeah. soon, unfortunately yeah I, you know and it's I, I hear different things I think there's some some larger suppliers I've talked to feel like a lot of the, at least as it relates to inventory um, that some of those issues could be largely smoothed out by maybe some time in the second quarter, you know, and there's others who are saying, you know, I, we really don't know. It might, it might not be till later in the year, you know, because it's just no one can anticipate what's going on with, with how things fluctuate, how demand might change and just what shippers are doing. And, you know, shouldn't bad mouth shippers. I'm not in that industry. I don't know what they're contending with, but Certainly, I know there's a lot of frustration among suppliers with with shippers who are not honoring contract rates. So you're locked in for a, you know a rate for x for a year, x amount a month, and then suddenly they throw that contract rate out the window and they want to hit you with a anywhere from a sixty percent to two hundred fifty percent increase like overnight. And you're like, whoa, how do I account for that with my business and stay viable? You know, so yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot for suppliers. Yeah, yeah, it's it is one of those things that forecasting and predicting is just off the map, like exactly what you said at the start of this conversation is that nobody really knows what the next thing is. And so mm -hmm. it's, you know, I think everyone's doing an amazing job with it. Like how so many people have pivoted their products or pivoted their production lines and sort of, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that awful word pivoted, but it is mm -hmm. true is that we've all kind of looked and revamped and repositioned and uh, we're trying to figure it out. And I think patience again is key and sort of, a like I said, an understanding of what's going on because nobody's sitting there like hoarding their money like a goblin, right. just sort of right. going, hey, we're gonna screw someone over. It is like we're all we're all living in these really tough, unpredictable times and mm -hmm. trying to figure out. And you know, 
nobody's having fun, but we can still have a be kind and be good together. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a good point. What I, you know, what I try to keep in mind, I think it's important for everybody to keep in mind is that we're, we're, we're really unique, I think, among industries in the sense that that, you know, suppliers and distributors are, are totally, you know, we're separate entities, right? They're separate entities, but it's, but are completely reliant on, on each other. And there, there has to be a kind of a symbiosis and a w- working together in, in order for our industry's model to, to, to work. So it's, so it's important to keep in mind that everybody, I think I said this before, but I'll say it has that same end goal that, you know, we want to get like really nice looking branded merchandise out into the marketplace and help people in all kinds of industries, you know, promote their companies and have greater success. Right. So that's the, that's the goal that everybody is, is working toward. And it's, it's important to keep that in mind that, you know, we're not, it's not adversarial, you know, or shouldn't yeah. be. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. Um, where can we find you on the internet? Yeah. So we're um, it's asicentral.com backslash news. We're updating that with you know, all kinds of uh, tips, uh, tip stories and um, news articles on a daily basis, podcasts, etc. And then I'm um, on Twitter. I'm at at Chris R underscore ASI. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And remember, everyone joining us every week Wednesday for promo chat, just follow the hashtag. It's uh, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. And thank you for Chris for joining us. And thank you to Maple Ridge Farms, who is our sponsor. So everyone have a fabulous day. Thank you. Thank you.